Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Cellar Dwellers podcast, a podcast about the very worst of the AFL, hosted by two of the least knowledgeable hosts you could ever get. I'm joined, as always, by my extremely talented brother, Chris. Chris, say hi. Hi. Yes, uh, sitting here with zero games of professional AFL experience, Sam. Uh, feeling yeah. well, well informed and ready to roll on the, uh, on the critique bandwagon for another week. Yeah, you're ready to criticise the athletic efforts of uh, some people who've dedicated their lives to their craft? Yeah, I definitely am. I feel very ready as well. Now, uh, it's important, listeners, uh, that uh, we remind you to, if you like, uh, give us a seven or eight star review on iTunes, uh, five if your rating system only goes that high. Uh, make sure you click a little subscription so when we record some more of this idiocy, it turns up straight away on your podcast listening device. Um, we're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on the Twitter at the footy seller and Chris really has just been crushing the tweets over the weekend. You really should be following us over the course of the weekend if you want to get some commentary that appears to be from someone who's watching an entirely different match, which would be, but is nonetheless highly <laughs> derisive of the efforts that are going forward. Also, a lot of commentary about Geelong. Weird. The footy seller seems to focus a lot of time talking, <laughs> talking about whichever game Geelong is playing on the weekend. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but a, cr- a cracking weekend of football, Chris. What was your game of the round? Oh, I mean, look, to just talk about Geelong a little bit more. Uh, no, <laughs> I, did, I did go watch the Cats play uh, Melbourne at Etihad Stadium, and that was actually a cracking game of football. Um, really tense. Uh, Jeez, you, I, I'm, I'm surprised I didn't pick you out in the crowd. There was no one there. um yeah it was a bit empty actually uh i reckon it's about twenty five thousand, maybe yeah the weather was atrocious which might account for um the the twenty five thousand that that showed up um but it was a it was a actually a, a fairly absorbing contest if only because melbourne failed to kick straight all day uh they did wind up with 13 goals 19 behinds to Geelong's 20 goals, six. Um, Geelong at one point put on... A... Do you have any sympathy? Do I have sympathy for them? Somewhat. Uh, that is the yeah. Geelong kicking of old. I would have thought you would after the uh, 2008 grand final mm. where Geelong kicked a lot of behinds but failed to take the game. That's Yeah, that's, I th- I'm not going to rate that one, Sam. That's, that's too easy. I think you can, do, you can do better. You've got another shot in you for later in the round. Um, you Fine. didn't win. There is, there is, there is a very deep cut. Yeah, good. Um, but I did also, listeners. I am researching this now furiously <laughs> before podcast. It's the only preparation I do, and what <laughs> worthwhile preparation it is. Um, I, I did also watch patches of St Kilda, Brisbane, Carlton, Essendon, and then was thoroughly absorbed by Gold Coast's eighty-six point flogging of the now last placed Hawthorne Hawks. So just to run through the cellar then. Um, 15th yeah, place, was... Fremantle. Yeah, let's get down into the basement. It's a fascinating yeah. basement. Oh, it's the basement I've lived and hoped for for a long time. One can only hope that it will continue to be this way. So on one win uh, from three games, the, the Dockers of Fremantle, then on no wins. Break up the Dockers. Yeah, br- unstoppable, unstoppable against the defending players. Unstoppable. Uh, and then uh, I did not watch any of that game though because <laughs> I just expected them to get pants. No, me either. Uh, and then um, Sydney went down to Collingwood by a point, leaving them without a win and in 16th place. Uh, North Melbourne got thrashed by the Giants down at Bell Reeve Oval in, in Hobart, leaving them also without a win. 
And as mentioned, Hawthorne, last place, uh, no good from them. Uh, end of an era is the, the headline that's getting bandied around. It's like it's not. Like they'll probably, this is probably a run of underperformance and they'll look a bit better later on in the year, but finals is looking almost gone. Um, this weekend shapes up as crucial. We said that them playing, it couldn't have come at a better time for them to play the Gold Coast last week. And boy, what a yeah. shock that we were proving. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised that we got uh, some forward analysis uh, um, done. It was looking dicey for them from the what, opening um, few minutes, though. Like, Gold Coast kicked the opening three goals of the game in lightning succession. Three goals in, in five and a bit minutes. They were never headed from there on. Absolutely not. Uh, and tell you what, have you seen this um, bald kid they've got running around for him? This G Ablett, he looks sprightly, real leadership potential. Was he? Did he play last week? Uh, hard to say, <laughs> hard to say, Chris. But this uh, this Gold Coast run inspires me to, to bring back something that we've done before, and and that's dive into the Gold Coast oh, shop, please. Um, because what on earth are they flogging at the moment? Sam, I would like to nominate a very special um, hot price uh, item. From the Gold Coast Suns shop. And it is on um, a massive, uh, yeah, that would be a 97% reduction in price. Um, you will drastically pay 90, 97% yeah, off. Yeah, it's 97% I'm off. Sent, I, feel a bar- I feel a bargain. <laughs> it's a solid bargain. Um, and you can I feel a deal. You can get it. Um, look, it'll only cost you. Worldwide delivery, 25 times more than the price of the item. Um, and even standard shipping is, is 15 times or 10 times the price. Um, I'm nominating for the grand bargain of $1, the Gold Coast Suns 2015 calendar. <laughs> what a season that was, 2015 <laughs> for the Suns. That is a, um, it's a quality outfit. Um, it is a 16-month calendar. So you do get an extra. Oh, that's you get four months free. Four months free. Jeez, that's a pretty good deal. That gets you into some of last year. Featuring um, Jesse Lonigan, Gary Ablett, Jager O'Meara, Jared Harbrow, Dion Prestia, <laughs> Charlie Dixon as well. Shiraz, big <laughs> Shiraz, Shiraz Dixon. So you can relive. Um, Tell you what, Hawthorne clearly had a bit of the big Shiraz. <laughs> You can just relive a time when you still had all your priority draft picks. Oh, God. Tell you what. I'm just uh, I'm trying to fire up everyone's favorite website, AFL Tables, just to take a quick look at the uh, 2015 season for the Gold Coast Suns. Mm. It's a bit hard to navigate to because uh, I don't, I'm not as used to dealing with this, <laughs> looking up what, what on earth they did. I've got it here. The 2015 season. For uh, the Gold Coast Suns, mm. tell you what, what a ripping season it was. Uh, uh, really, the the highlight of the, of the year mm. uh, was, of course, in round eighteen, uh, in front of nine thousand three hundred and forty one people. Gold Coast drew with West Coast. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> twelve, eleven, eleven, seventeen, eighty three apiece. Is that their first West draw? Coast somehow managing to? Uh, that will have been their first draw, I believe. Yeah. Um, so that will have been uh, uh, that will have been print- premiership appearing uh, team, the the West Coast Eagles, drawing with the Gold yes, Coast Suns. Yes, drawing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, they managed to uh, win the Clash in round nineteen. Mm. Really took the momentum on. Mm. Uh, round twenty, uh, round twenty one, they managed to beat the Essendon Bombers. <laughs> mm. Round five, they managed to win the other Clash of the year. 
and also managed to pump North Melbourne at one point also at Carrara. So a four-win yeah. season, one draw. That's worth the Gold Coast in 2015. Look, I, think I can for, see. I'm I, think, sure I think for a dollar plus shipping, that's a good, that's a good get. Yeah, look, my object of the Gold Coast Suns uh, relates a little bit similarly. It's the uh, Gold Coast Suns history stubby holder. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, unsupp- shockingly, this is not a blank stubby holder. Uh, <laughs> It has everything that you'd want. Well, perhaps some of the things you'd least want. Uh, it has the Gold Coast logo pro- uh, displayed prominently on it, like a morning TV uh, show that should have been axed. Uh, and on the back, it lists some of the team's most significant records. Um, most goals in a season, Tom Lynch, last year with 66. Uh, most goals in a match, Shiraz Dixon in round 14 of 2015. That would be when they pumped North Melbourne, uh, as just discussed. Highest scoring match, 2013, when they emerged 148 to 104 winners over GWS. Most games played Jared Harbrow. Yeah, I think I think most AFL fans would struggle to remember that Jared Harbrow was at one point a pretty well-regarded AFL player. Mm. And then of course, perhaps most confusingly, Brownlow medalists Gary Ablett 2013. That's oh. that is just grammatically incorrect. Yeah, that's that's probably the Brownlow most. medalist. I like that that's a got, real shocking piece of hardware, but I like that they've got established 2009. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, not imported. No. Not, not created. Not artificially imposed on the footballing community. Not, mis- not mistakenly left. <laughs> not left behind when all the other cool AFL teams drove off to the shops one day. There's definitely... The Suns are definitely the person in a high school movie who, turn, who accidentally turns up to a party that they weren't invited to. Yeah. Deliberately. Yeah. Like you would... And it may not even be deliberate. You could just forget them. <laughs> like... You could, you know, you could just be running through, listing everyone off, and be like, "Yep, that's everyone. All seventeen of the clubs are invited. <laughs> Terrific." <laughs> Tell you what, I think Hawthorne forgot about them. They did. I for- yeah, they, they for- really did. Yeah, they really did. I mean, I think in the end, though, you've picked it here. The one dollar calendar on sale. Like, why even bother sell that anymore? Why? <laughs> and for a dollar, why are they still selling that? I guess they may. Think, I guess someone's thinking. Oh, we might get something for it. It's like a real Gold Coast attitude. So it's like we're going to just try and flock something rather than just throwing it away. It's definitely in stock. And look, you can still get the 2016 calendar as well for full price. So I wouldn't do it. Full price. Full price. That's still. I mean, does that have the extra months as well, though? No. No, I think that's just a standard 12 month. That's not as good a deal. I would have been able to get a third of Mm. 2012. I can cover off a third of that with my 2015. Uh, weirdly, they appear not to sell all those uh, uh, anything that plays the song, which I, uh, I guess I think is just a small mercy on all of us because <laughs> hearing that on the weekend was simply atrocious. It's not as bad as the West Coast one. That has to be. Because at least, at least the Port Power one has electric guitar in it. There is nothing worse than the West Coast Eagles song. Mm, no, there's not. I think it's probably the. If there's one thing that stopped AFL from. Uh, being successful, it's that during the growth period of the nineties, the West Coast Eagles uh, were and running Port, and Port Adelaide smashing that. Just oh. coming back though to the bottom to the rest of the cellar. Uh, the other shocking entrant still hanging around for another week. Chris, we get to talk about Sydney yes. again. Oh, I'm so happy, Sydney. Oh, I'm so happy. Sydney lost to Collingwood at the SCG. Now, um, typically, Colling- typically, typically the they do lose to Sydney. <laughs> they do lose to Collingwood at ANZ Stadium, but um, since they yep. renegotiated that contract and moved it back to the SCG, they've still managed to lose to Collingwood. So well done for um, keeping that one 
tell you what, the commute, the commute out to Homebush, though, unbearable. unbearable. I understand why they want to move it. I tell you what, though, um, have you heard they, that, that? So the Swans. That Will Hoskin Elliott goal. Uh, I know he's a Collingwood player, but oh, far out. <laughs> that was. There was, there was a, a better goal this weekend, but yes. Oh, are you, are you, uh, let me uh, let me guess which goal you think was better, Sam. Was it Mark Murphy's goal? It might have been Mark Murphy's goal. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, Sydney in the cellar. Yeah, they, so they like winless. Yeah, they in the cellar winless. Um, listless. Well, actually listless, because I think they had a wide range of outs due to injury. Um, Dane oh, Rampey, I'm tired of hearing about this in Sydney. Some people need to come out of the cloning machines. That's the problem. Someone, someone turned off, they've turned off the cost of living allowance and suddenly they're finding out what it's like to play in the real AFL. Yeah. Yeah. None of this cola. It's all of the sodas that they have to play against. Um, so, I mean, they've got really... Three tough games coming up next: Sydney, West Coast, GWS, and Carlton. Um, all teams above them on the ladder. I just like a reinforce that. Um, <laughs> and two uh, of those away. So the, yeah, and, they're in... two of those away. Um, look, um, Sydney. I, again, I don't expect them to hang around, but uh, top four is gone for both. Uh, as we we discussed, Hawthorne's chances of looking at the finals. Top four is looking very unlikely for Sydney. Um, finals also looking moderately unlikely. So the, the question is, if they, so they are playing kids early as part of their their restructuring and, and continual rebuild, and they do have some outs from injury. But the question is, how long can they keep doing that while sacrificing wins? Um, you do have to have some sort of basis to build on late to the season. And look, they need to be. Uh, they just, actually need. They need to be five and three. By the end of the season, mm. by the end of, over the next five, they actually need to win the next five. Two tough games, uh, uh, West Coast and, and GWS, and yeah. then Carlton, Brisbane, North, where they'll go in favourites in each of them. Um, Look, you know, uh, you know what's interesting for me, Sam, is that looking at the bottom four now, that these are four teams which are categorically defined by their lack of speed. The, yep. uh, Hawthorne have been pegged as slow for a while. Same with North. Sydney was slow. Um, they didn't get much run out of their midfield, and uh, Fremantle got a win off the off the back of their speed uh, through the middle of the ground. Um, or oh, being dramatically increased. Tell you what, the problem the problem with Zach Dawson was that he was touching the ball too much. Now that yeah, he's not touching it at all, real... they're much better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell you what, his yeah. performance from the wing, oh, powerful the stands, the, the stands. <laughs> was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen someone Unbelievable have so defensive effort. Well, he did manage to help keep the Western Bulldogs to 73 points. So that's, he's got to be doing something. Well. Hey, also, right. big Trav watch. Trav watch. Trav watch. Guess who went goalless? Uh, well, look, uh, all I'm saying is that I'm still <laughs> on track for him to not, for him to score the least. I still believe it's still uh, possible. It's still, it's still possible. I mean, Carlton's it's still, still looking pretty likely. <laughs> I mean, if we can start taking games by high-scoring union matches, yeah. uh, we're, we're in real trouble. Um, a game that I did watch with interest, though, is some teams that are slightly higher up on the ladder. Um, St Kilda Brisbane, we tipped it would be a great game, and it was... And um, it was a great game. Whoa. In, in, in its... In its ways. I mean, St Kilda getting twice to blow out, to close to blowout scores you know, 36 in the second quarter and, and taking the game uh, by just over 30. But 
that period in basically the third quarter through to halfway through the mm. um, through the fourth was a really tightly contested match. And that was that uh, was really absorbing. Yeah, uh, incredible performance from Nick Rewalt. I mean, it, it, mm. there's the the football world is talking all about it, but you know, twenty eight touches, three goals, two. You'll you'll take that, but. Off the back of a career-ending injury. Yeah, off the back of a career-ending injury. That's right. Um, the thing that really struck struck me this game, though, there was a some terrific commentary in the box. Um, mm. uh, Anthony Anthony Hudson going off at one point about how someone had crushed Barry. Oh God! <laughs> uh, which so inspired Jared Healy that after young Mister Barry, I've forgotten his first name because he's Jared Barry. That's right. Um, he was uh, on debut, season, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was on debut actually. Um, yeah, I think uh, Jared Berry on, de- uh, on debut uh, kicks a goal, mm. uh, and Jared Healy just drops in just ever so ever so casually that he's very very good. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> um, uh... A couple of other important features about this game: a real good one for names. Some great names mm-hmm. getting around there. Uh, we had Robert and Robertson and Robinson. Uh, yeah, just good. Rob Squad. Jake Carlisle did something useful at one point. He spoiled he spoiled a couple of marks and then otherwise looked completely useless and wildly overpaid. Uh, Eric Hipwood, after being sort of the highlight start of the season, is sort of a, an athletic winger, although he was notably chased down by James Kelly. So perhaps that athleticism is under question. But uh, two touches for him and looked pretty dodgy. And my current other favourite named um, player in the league, the young high draft pick, Hugh McLuggage. Oh, who- yes. It just sounds it's just it sounds like someone's decided to call you know footballer mcfootballer footy mcfootballer mm. McLuggage. Footy, football. mm. uh but he looked pretty good brisbane in the end you, you, you st kilda winning by 30 with no stephen and no geary um mm. and uh really maybe causes some of people on this podcast to doubt their bold predictions of them making the finals <laughs> um but they have won a game um, they have won a as, game, as have Gold and they, Coast, but they, and they. Did, but you know what was interesting for me watching Brisbane play uh, was that the uh, the effort that was so lacking under um, Lepic and, and Voss previously was there, combined with a willingness to to back their skills in. Um, so they've got yeah. they've basically Aggress- cobbled together, on. yeah, using their speed to get. Easy goals over the back. That's what's going to work for them. Um, and playing at Eddie had obviously helped that also. Um, they've basically cobbled together a senior list from the rejects of, well, the Malthouse Carlton era. Look, uh, another good they, game they for, do for look, days They do look a lot better. Yeah, they do look a lot better for having um, Daniel Rich running off fullback. Um, yeah, so I that, mean, he can't, that, he, can't, he can't defend anyone to the problem. He is, hmm. um, he's like a very bad Zach Tui. Or is Zach Tui who can't defend but can kick a bit better, um, but that's still yeah. fine for them. That's a, that's a useful player for them. Um, there's still the confusing case of uh, Tom Bell, um, yeah. ex Carlton cut off, just sort of running around a bit aimlessly. He's not, don't, he's not a good enough kick to be a forward. He's not a good enough kick to be a wing. Uh, he's not a good enough kick to be an AFL football <laughs> player. Um, <laughs> but he is big and strong and very willing, and so you can sort of see how people are attracted to, to having him in the team. The other thing about he St. provides Kilda, though, structure, Sam. He provides structure. He provides structure. The other thing about St Kilda, though, that their success uh, and Hawthorne's failure is, of course, important to keep in mind is that they own Hawthorne's first round draft pick. 
Um, now they do. Now this is probably uh, a lot of people have either focused on. Now uh, people don't know this. People don't know this. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot people of people don't, don't know. But people are saying. So people are saying. Um, a lot of people have chosen to focus on. You know, uh, Joey Montagna's goal uh, in the fourth quarter, which I, all, I've I've just, chose, I'd like to sign off on as loving. Yeah, oh, just uh, whatever reason. Like they're saying, if it was showboating, no good. But, if he was showboating, so much better for it. It was uh, an incredible bit of play from uh, from Joey where he received the ball deep in attack, um, realised there were no Brisbane players around him, so stood in the goal square and bounced the ball until a Brisbane player came at him, thereby wasting <laughs> about five or six seconds off the clock. Uh, it was brilliant. Um, so I do hope that he's just post-rationalised it and said, yeah, no, nah, I was wasting time. No, so all, so, all they've so chosen to focus on the, the, the improved Fremantle. Um, but I think we need to focus, Sam, on the 2017 national draft. Tell you what, it's getting very exciting for Saints fans because um, <laughs> they don't need to tank anymore. They, their tanking is taken no, they care don't. of. They've managed to outsource it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've outsourced it to Hawthorne's, yeah. list, to, to list, man, Hawthorne's list manager. Um, yeah. So they've managed to secure a 20, uh, 2017 uh, and two Seen second round picks, which they already, which they use, obviously, but mm. they are in return for pick ten this year. So they are in a real position to get a top four or five draft pick just out of the Hawks for nothing, which is very pleasing for Saints fans. Um, all right, Chris, I think the time has come to talk about the, the match, the match of the round. S, uh, Carlton Essendon, uh, Carlton Essendon, a cracker, uh, a, a truly legendary contest between two sides uh, <laughs> that merited it. Um, You've never seen so much grit and determination or tackling. Really, a lot of basically you saw not, not a lot, a lot of, of goals though. D- who not- wants goals? <laughs> tell you what's tell you what's badly overrated in AFL goals. Tell you what's underrated: <laughs> relentless, sloppy tackling. Mm, give it to me. <laughs> give it to me more. Just, what I love, what I love, is just people bombing the ball down the wing and watching it go out of bounds for another stoppage. Mm, yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Big win, mm. big win for the for the Blues. A uh, hundred over the old enemy. Tackles. Mm. Yeah, a grand total score for the match of of a hundred and one. No, wait, no, no ninety-seven, no. ninety-nine, ninety-nine, ninety-nine. 99. This match did not. Yeah. This match did not crack the hundred point mark. It was a. Uh, you could see the way though that Essendon were uh, sort of trying to pinch the result with their recently returned players from suspension. There was a fair bit of. Uh, Sideline litigation going on, it's fair to say, in the umpiring decisions that were going on. Um, fair bit of sort of just putting the whistles away and, and letting the umpire go. I thought there'd be uh, more complaining about that after the match, but everyone seemed to just accept it was fair enough. Unlike the weather, which was woeful. Yeah, I mean, if they did need someone to try and take it on appeal, Essendon seems to be pretty favourable on that stuff. They should really try and get a brief over to, to um, Sean Ryan, barrister in Victoria. Uh, got a great track record, including as the uh, umpire in the 2008 Grand Final, where he correctly <laughs> awarded a mark in the goal square to the baker's friend. Stuart Jew, oh. one, one of the two goals that Stuart Jew set that day, scored that game, along with two goal assists in the third quarter, leading to an upset victory by the Hawthorne Hawks over the Geelong Cats. Uh. That's brilliant. Yeah, well done. Yeah, you 2008 degrees one. of separation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was uh, truly Mo- 2008 degrees of separation. Well done. <laughs> well, that is well played. Um, 
I'm not even. Um, I'm not even mad. I mean, not even I'm mad. Not, mad. Not even mad. Not even mad. Um, yeah. uh, big win for the for the young blues sticking out a tough willing contest. You would have thought that mm. the bigger bodies of Essendon, although they do, although in the end it actually revealed some of the weird one of the weird things about Carlton's list, and that's that there's basically two lists going on at Carlton. Mm. There is the older players who stood up and had pretty big great games. Um, Gibbs and Murphy um, both mm. with high tech. Uh, I mean, the, the tackle count really is in some ways one of the best ways of sorting out who was good in the match. Ed Kerno, um, Cruiser, Cruiser with 11 tackles and, and 30 hit-ups was actually just yeah. a big for 14 disposals, 14 kicks. Matt Cruiser mm. understood what kind of game he was playing. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I did hear that there was six number one draft picks floating around uh, in that match. Uh, so, that probably sounds right. Four for yeah. us. Yeah. Um, so who are you uh, for? You've got Cruiser, uh, Gibbs. Um, uh, Weedering. Weedering. And... This is fascinating. This is good radio. We've really, we've really, <laughs> we've, we've really nailed it. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not quite sure. And then I don't know about the Bombers. I don't know where any of them were drafted. God, BT's annoying. Just to change the something oh, else. God, the worst just, thing about just... that game was Brian Taylor. Um, oh. Now, Orazio Fantasia, great player. Mm. But the way that mm. uh, BT managed to somehow extract seven syllables from that name, Oraziozio, every bloody time, uh, just with increase. He just seems to mistake volume with detail or volume with analysis. Yeah, there was a point where he's, he turned into full old man and just repeated. I won't, I won't do the listeners the disservice of repeating yeah. it, but... It was one of the worst pieces of commentary I think I've heard for a long time. And God, I miss Dennis Committee at that moment. Uh, oh, jeez, you was... really do, don't you? A big win for the Blue Boys. Um, mm. Is this the is this the match that sparks that sparks their final run, Chris? No, <laughs> because next you've got Gold Coast Suns <laughs> at home, who <laughs> who are coming oh, off an eighty six <laughs> point drubbing. You're cooked. Uh, uh, the uh, the cooked. buzzsaw that uh, is. The buzzsaw that is the Gold the Coast Gold. Suns. Uh, yeah. Chris, I think that might I'll tell you what, I just want to talk, touch. Oh. Yeah. Um, you want to talk some more about football? I'm happy to talk more about football. Yeah, I just wanted to touch quickly a little bit more on the Gold Coast Suns game because I did watch it in depth with a, a Hawthorne fan. <laughs> you did. You really, and you really relished it. <laughs> I really just kept holding the score up as they looked away about halfway through the third quarter. Um, uh, but the thing that was, was notable for me was that Again, this the, the trend of needing quick breaks from stoppages um, has continued this season, and and I think that um, the two expansion clubs, if they're willing to put the effort in, as Gold Coast were, are actually well primed to take advantage of that. They are pretty well set up with leg speed. Um, they've got a couple of uh, players uh, each on their list who can use the ball well while at speed. Um, and let's, I, let's, not over, let's not over. Let's not over. Let's not oversell Gold Coast too much here, Chris. It's one no. Game. I'm not. I, no, 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 no. I just wanted to point out one moment. Um, well into the into the third quarter, where I'm just trying to recall his name. This is how well I know the Gold Coast list. You're doing better than most people. Ty Vickery had another stinker. Who knew that he was bad? I'm just. I'm just running through the Gold Coast stats here because I stopped paying attention to this game. Oh, uh, big big news that I wanted to report on just on a personal level. Dylan Shield re-signed with the um, uh, <laughs> Giants. 
<laughs> uh, which is just very important. My 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 good boy yeah. Dylan, your good boy Dylan, for another two years. I can't fi- I can't find his name. So some player, player some X, player X uh, off the half back line took four running bounces down the wing, uh, burned off um, first, uh, burned off Paul Puopolo, and then burned off Yago Mira on his uh, run down to the uh, the kind of the half forward flank. Uh, and then spear to pass perfectly inside 50. That's the kind of, that's the real difference between the two sides. Um, yeah, Gold there's Coast not a Warrior. lot of game break, not a lot of game breaking players out there for um, uh, for Gold Coast. But tell you what, anytime that Brandon Matera is going to kick six goals on you, um, that's a sign that mm. you might have some real problems. Um, yeah. What are you looking forward to this weekend in the AFL, Chris? It's Who's, hard to go past now that they're in the cellar. <laughs> now that they're in the cellar. Um, <laughs> the uh, cell. Hawthorne. Coming up against the buzzsaw that is Geelong, uh, undefeated. Geelong, Geelong, Geelong deserve to lo- to win zero games this season. Who have deserved to win one game, um, narrowly avoided defeat in another, and then had the opposition kick um, themselves out of the match in a third. Look, you just got to beat who's in front of you, Sam. That's all I'll say. But I do. <laughs> Your one deserved win was a team that had Zach Dawson in it. Yeah. He hadn't unlocked his final power. Um, uh, yeah. Um, no, I no, do I think, think... Um, Sydney West Coast. Uh, that'll be interesting to see if the Swans can respond. Um, you wonder whether, how they'll perform. They don't traditionally perform that well out at Subiaco. So we'll see, we'll see what happens uh, there. And the other one... I've got, I've got, I don't know what the actual one is, but there, is only, there are two correct answers. That's the Saturday <laughs> double header. It's your good boy Dylan Shield at Monocle Oval here in Canberra. By <laughs> <laughs> single-handedly taking on Port Adelaide and cracking yeah. them on his abs. Um and then <laughs> and then Carlton Gold Coast at Eddie Had. That's 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 the double header that you need. Why go You've for never why had a better, go, I mean why why not go from high skill, fast flowing play to um Monica Oval. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Get it the other way around. <laughs> uh, yeah, they've done it wrong. They've done it. They've wrong. really got Look, it wrong. At least, really at least we'll. It it is four days, four solid days of football. Actually, five days. It is. Crap it. Yeah, it's five days. This is going to be a. This is going to be a hard slog. <laughs> uh, so, real opportunity to soak in some games. So, uh, I recommend uh, skipping. Uh, the bottom 14 performance out at Domain Stadium. No need to watch Sydney play. Um, North Bulldogs, who cares? Um, <laughs> Collingwood, St Kilda, Brisbane. Oh, Brisbane, Richmond might be a good one if you like. I'm just going to, if you like obscure football, uh, just get around these games and ignore all of the, the real games that are going to shape the season are going to be the ones with less than 30,000 people in attendance. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> yep. I actually wonder, uh, so Hawthorne Geelong, Hawthorne Geelong is sold out. It's sold out weeks ago, <laughs> as it usually does. Get on that resale market. Yeah, I reckon if you, that's the sneaky tip for my, my sneaky tip for the week. If you want to go see Hawthorne Geelong play, which is generally good fun, um, do get on the resale market because I reckon there's a fair few bandwagon Hawks fans who will be looking to uh, hawk a few tickets. Boo. Um, they'll be swapping. They'll be swapping their their yellow and brown for the yellow and red of the Surgeon Gold Coast Suns on their <laughs> on their charge towards the finals. 
Um, can you imagine? Right, can you imagine, Sam? Just just picture it in your mind's eye, if you will. A GWS Gold Coast Grand Final. Oh, I'm very excited by that. The 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 clash of colours alone will be worth oh, it. Oh, it's it's a festival for the eyes. <laughs> I'm already I'm already looking forward to this GWS port match. That's a shocker. <laughs> Nothing says Centrelink like a bit of teal and orange. <laughs> oh. Oh goodness. Uh, well All another right. another great week down in the cellar. Listeners, yeah. please remember to um like us on Facebook, subscribe through iTunes, give us a 14 star review. And at least, uh, we'll at see. Least. Oh, follow follow us on on the tweets. We'll see you next week. Chris, say bye. Goodbye.